Very nice. All right, I'm going to send out a tweet because, again, this is how all uh, good Twitch streams begin. With That's a right. Lot of meta talk about. Yeah. And I can't see you, so. Because oh, nice. we're streaming well, from my I Mac Pro. I'm not doing anything crazy. That's good. My uh, poor MacBook Pro is spinning up a storm here, though, with its fans, which yeah. is good. good for, I have a, a six-foot USB-C cable going from my camera to the Mac Pro over there. Kids, don't <laughs> run Big Sur if you want to do anything with media, and mm-hmm. don't use Comcast Business Class. Yeah, That'll so be, what, are they, are they, they blocking you somehow? I think they're blocking the port. Uh, I'm going to get into that later. Very nice, very nice indeed. All right, so it is our anniversary. It's our sixth anniversary. Woo! We've been doing this for six years now. Yeah, uh, man. 2020. Congratulations to you. Yeah, you too. Uh, big six. We're in kindergarten now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners, of course, and everybody joining us today. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff going on. Every year we try and do like a little Q&A, so we're going to do that today. We've been yeah. taking questions from uh, the Relay FM audience over the last couple of weeks. Um, but we also have an announcement that we want to share before we begin, right? Uh, we do. So every September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And last year in 2019, we held the world's first podcast-a-thon. It was a six-hour live mm-hmm. show with me and you raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. It's an institution that uh, treats kids with cancer and other catastrophic diseases without regard for their family's ability to pay. And it's close to my heart because my wife and I's oldest son uh, had a brain tumor as a baby and went through chemotherapy and he's, he's doing really well. He's starting fifth grade and we like to give back every September. So the announcement is that even though we're in this weird, weird world of 2020, we're going to be holding the second annual podcast-a-thon so mark on your calendars, Friday, September 8th, it will go from 2 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, 8, 18th, 18th. September 18th. Yep. What did I say? <laughs> Friday, September 18th. Not the 8th, definitely the 18th. Friday, September, Friday, September 18th. 18th. I just spent like 30 minutes fighting Twitch streaming. I'm a little... <laughs> frazzled. Uh, a little bad. frazzled. Yeah, so Friday, September 18th. 2 to 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be right here on our Twitch channel. And mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're going to start talking about this now. So if you go to stjude.org slash relay, you can give now. Uh, our goal is to do what we did last year, which is $315,000, which is amazing. The Relay FM Let's community really stepped up, and we're hoping to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. We know it's a difficult time. We know it's a tricky time. Uh, but in a way, that kind of is more of a reason why we're doing this. You know, being able to give to institutions is an important thing right now. And so we want to continue to do what we did last year, what we've done in years past, and what we're going to continue doing in the future is highlighting a charity that is not only important to us, it is just an important charity that does a lot of fantastic work for people that really need it. So throughout the month, we're going to be talking about St. Jude. Uh, we're going to be changing some of our branding to highlight that we're supporting the cause and we're going to be doing other streams and fun activities here and online that's right uh, until it comes up to the six hour podcast-a-thon which is going to be happening a month from today just a month it's coming up quick uh you're going to be doing it from your studio so you're on one of your sets now your lovely yellow couch 
uh, which I really love. This is the yellow armchair, and I have my Lego NES set here. Oh, yeah, I see that. There's a little crank. Look at that. It's good. Do you see it moving? Uh, no, I can't see you at all. Oh, people oh, there you go. see it moving. I see you now. Look at it go. Just, Isn't it beautiful? My display is way over there. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to bring uh, the same antics as last year, working on a lot of really cool interviews. Uh, my wife and I are doing a tour of St. Jude we're going to share with you all so you can see the campus. It's going to be a really fun evening, afternoon, we're morning, wherever you are. It's going to be mostly evening for me. Uh, I think all evening. It, we, we're going to be doing some bold things. like Just because mm-hmm. we're not going to be together, uh, we're still turning up the energy and the planning right. in many many ways so like it's still going to be a super fun event and i think as well like for a lot of people it's maybe going to be even better this year because they have maybe a little bit more time uh to join in with the fun from home yeah i think so what you can't see off camera is my office is littered with things for the podcastathon this band-aid is from our project i was working on earlier for the podcastathon it is uh, it's oh, coming really? up quick. What yeah. Did you do? Did you kill well, I'll, I'll share more about that as we go. Uh, but yes, <laughs> you, I did. You bleed for the cause is what you uh, do. That's, literally. You really go for it. Uh, really bleeding. So if you want to uh, donate early, stjude.org slash relay. We're really excited to be working with the team again to bring you um, yeah. six hours of podcast-a-thon. Yeah, it's going to be incre- incredible. Like. The thing that there's something that I'm particularly excited about that we wanted to do last year and we couldn't do, but with the planning now, mm. we're putting it together and it's it's going to cause a lot of antics as well. Like, so St. Jude um, also do an incredible campaign called St. Jude Play Live, mm-hmm. which is mostly around game streamers and stuff like that. And we're, we're able to borrow some of that stuff. So I got a box in the mail. Uh, a couple of days ago that came from them and it's all branded and it has my understanding is a lot of weird and wonderful things that people will be able to get me to do for money which i'm really yep. excited about <laughs> me too <laughs> me too yeah so, so we're... by the way do you like my very professional microphone arrangement here? yeah we need we need to talk about that branded. it is mm-hmm. with a bright yellow it's a yellow right the yellow styrofoam you know yep. foam oh, cap and you thing. haven't seen this part yet my green xlr cable that is really bright. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. I feel like I need to up my microphone game. You do. Look how boring your microphone looks. So professional, though. It's super boring. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do some Q&A? I think that would be awesome. All okay. right. The first question comes from Kate. my iPad. I'm ready. Kate asks, this year obviously looks very different to what anybody expected. How has this affected your plans for the network? For example, live shows, other travel, that kind of thing, uh, both up to this point and for the foreseeable future. So as the SVP of live events, uh, mm-hmm. how has it affected your work? Well, the SVP of live events has had the year off, basically. So uh, we initially canceled a trip to Atlanta, our annual pin show uh, there in Atlanta with all of our friends there. We weren't able to make that. And of course, WBC was virtual. We were also, I don't talk too much about it because we are going to do it in the future, but we were planning to do another tour this year like we did two years ago yep. where we did Chicago and New York. Uh, we had a really exciting tour in the works, and obviously that's on hold now as well. But, you know, thankfully, I think uh, everyone is is safe and sound. And, you know, really other than the live shows, you know, we continue to show up every day and make podcasts for all you wonderful people. And 
while it is sad not to get out and see everybody this year, it's a it's a temporary thing, hopefully. And I think we'll be back on the road when this clears up, doing some some fun stuff live. Yeah, the the live shows have been the only thing that we have not been able to do, uh, and we will again sometime in the future. I expect we're gonna go really big at some point. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just gonna I'm really gonna shoot you out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna go wild. Uh, so that's the thing for the future. I mean, yeah. as well, like the the podcastathon, the plans have changed, but we have worked very hard to keep it as an event on the calendar, right? Which I'm mm-hmm. really, really pleased about. Um, yeah. because that was something that we didn't want to let go. So that's that's a good thing, like for 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 uh, this year that we still be mm-hmm. able to do. Absolutely. I'm gonna bump my audio up a little bit because people in the Twitch are asking for that. So I'm going to do that on my side. Okay. You can ask the next question. I don't know if you adjusting your audio will affect it. I can change the live stream. Um, I'm good. Bacron, huh? Hi. I'm thinking I'm good. I think I did it. Oh, you're so loud in my ear now. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Let me let me bump it down a little bit more. Okay. The Zoom recorder. The Zoom recorder has ten settings, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and in between five and six is the is difference all of between it. okay and and like your ear yep. will bleed. And yeah. I don't understand yeah. why that's the case, but it is. It's really weird. All right, you back? Yeah. Okay. Yep. By the way, we mm-hmm. have raised seven hundred and thirty-five dollars so awesome. far during this stream. So that's thank awesome. you so much to everybody that's donated so far. That's incredible. Yes, that's really cool. Wow. And you can do it right now. Nobody's stopping you. <laughs> Just go to Saintjude.org slash relay. And give give some money to to what we're doing here. Uh, please just go right now. Like you're gonna hear us talk about it a lot. You might as well get your donation in early. That's right, early and often, and then do it again. Yeah, and again, yeah, early <laughs> and often. All right. Uh, Akron asks if there was a Hunger Games with all the relay hosts competing, who would win? Hmm. I've thought a lot about this. All right, then I want to know your thoughts. And I think I know who would die early. Okay. Um, I think that uh, Marco would probably die early. I think that. Okay. Um, I think a very strange question. I think that Casey would probably die early. Um, okay. But but I think who would win would probably be Underscore because he's jacked oh, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he goes Underscore hiking be, it's all down yeah, yeah he's hiked in the woods for like three weeks on his own um mm-hmm. you know i think that underscore would would win it i think federico would be a little cr- like tricky maybe right mm-hmm. but yeah i think i think underscore is the person to beat yeah i think uh, the other person to look to look thing. out for is quinn rose like i feel like she may be harboring some secret skills we don't know about and <laughs> could just take us all out Next question comes from Molly's. Do you think you could ever have a reverse shoelace moment that would lead you to seeking out conventional employment again? So this is in reference to uh, my quitting of my day job or realizing that it was time to quit my day job. You had a similar moment uh, when you mm-hmm. saw a sign on the side of the road that said, why not now, right? Was yeah. that what it said? Uh, if not uh, now, when? I have it hanging up. If not now, there. when? That's it. There you go. You got a fracture. You guys have heard about fracture. Yeah. Uh, Use the code on the ATP. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so do you, could you ever imagine that happening? I mean, uh, I want to do this as long as absolutely possible. Uh, so I don't really mm-hmm. think about life after Relay because I don't 
you know, as far as I'm concerned, Relay is going to last forever. My, you know, the, the thing that would maybe take me away would be if, you know, something happened, I need to do it like for my family, you know, for sort of like financial yeah. reasons or something. But uh, thankfully, that hasn't been the case. You know, I've been independent five years this month. And uh, so far, we've been uh, we've been fine. Thanks to everybody tuning in and, and being involved yeah. and our members in particular during this interesting time of 2020. So I don't really think about this because in my mind, failure is not really an option because we've done this now six years and uh, there's no end in sight as far as I'm concerned. Are you leaving? And I think like, yeah, this is no! this, this, oh, the no! other big announcement. It's on out. No, the, 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 the thing about the shoelace moment was it was like a moment in which I realized, oh, I can do this. I can't imagine having a reverse moment where it's like, oh, I can't do this. Or like, oh, I need to go get a job now. Right. Um, I can only imagine us stopping doing this because everybody stops listening. Like, it's like the only sure. reason that I can imagine us not being here anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's ultimately in our listeners' hands. So please, please don't leave, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Uh, do you want to ask the next one from Sean? Sure. Sean asks, uh, Backstage is effectively your first fully paid podcast. What are your thoughts on doing more shows that are available only to people who pay, as opposed to the current predominant model of only having extra content be paid. So for a little background for this, Backstage is a show that you and I do for Relay FM members, where currently we're talking about how to make a podcast and like the the effort that goes into that and, and really any creative project. That is available only to members. Now we've had some other stuff like this, um, but Backstage is, I think, the most successful example so far. Yep. You know, for, for me... What we do is in public, right? The shows are for everyone. The way we structured the membership was, if you're a member, you get some extra stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, the shows are out on the web for a reason. Like We believe in podcasting being open and our content being ad-supported. And again, for six years, that's worked really well. So the membership is just on top of that at this point. Like I'll say the, the so our membership program comes with additional content. So if you sign up for like Mac Power users or uh, Clockwise or Upgrade or whatever, like if you go for one of the shows that is currently providing the additional content, uh, you get that right. Some shows don't provide ads, but they will, uh, I believe, provide additional content with what we're doing right. right now. So that is you know, and and that this is the argument between free and open. Um, which is an interesting one that Ben Thompson made, uh, where it's like these shows are still a part of the open podcasting ecosystem and the fact that you can plug them into any app that accepts an RSS feed and you'll get those shows. Um, but they're not free, right? Like if you want right. that additional content. And I'll say like for me personally, uh, I could imagine something in the future where it's something like a dithering, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where I, I might want to do something which is... You know, like like I've thought, like for for my own personal stuff, like my personal career, um, the idea like of of these like paid newsletters, paid podcasts, is like an it's like an interesting thing that that, that I thought about in the same way yeah. that you have, uh, five twelve pixels, right? Right. Um, but I don't imagine if I was ever to do anything like that, it would be I think maybe strange to put it as a part of Relay FM because it isn't necessarily part of our 
like right. business. But we'll see. Like, I want to see where this stuff goes. I think that 2020 has proven that like mm-hmm. paid podcasting mm-hmm. can work for people in our space. Like, we're having great success. I know ATP's having great success. Dithering's been a great success because it's providing people with content for money, which is not a wild, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not like a wild thing. So. Maybe in the future, but I don't imagine it becoming a large part of what Relay FM as a company does. I think what we've gotten right now is a, is a pretty good balance, and any steps that we take would be small rather than large. I think that's fair. Rob asks, uh, you've talked about uh, giving focus to your projects in the idea or planning phase, cutting them when they're needed, but what is the thought process for sunsetting a show that's already live and out in the world we've both done plenty of this um i think there are several reasons to kill a podcast or another public project um one that you know we think about is the business angle right is the time into it worth the the money we can make out of it because we are a business we do have to pay our bills you and i both Mm -hmm. pay our mortgages through this company and so that's that's always a factor. But there are other factors as well. If you, you know, every time that you go to work on the project, you feel anxious or stressed or like you don't want to do it and that feeling doesn't go away for a long time, that can be sort of an internal sign that maybe it's time to move on. You know, if people aren't interested in it, if it's just not doing very well, um, I mean, there's a myriad of reasons. I think... I think what's most important here is not necessarily the reasons you would end a project, but how you do it. People who have listened or watched or read, they're invested in it. And so you need to break that news to them honestly and in advance. I I really don't like when you listen to a project, Oh, we're done. We're not doing any more of these because it feels abrupt, right? It's feel like you, you woke up and you know, you were left alone in the middle of the night or something. And it's a terrible feeling. And so when we've ended shows, We've said so in advance, uh, you know, usually an episode or two before saying, hey, we're going to wind it down. We're going to do one more or two more. And I think that's a, a pretty good way to do it. Uh, and I think that's important because if you come back with something new, you don't want to have burned audience trust by pulling a project out from under them with no no warning in advance. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Like. Yeah, and like you know, you you, you want to make sure that you don't set like a reputation for yourself as a creator as being yeah. kind of flighty. Absolutely, um, I think that's important, right? Like if if you're trying to build uh, a career or something, mm-hmm. doing this kind of stuff, you want to give that impression that like you yeah. as a person can be relied upon to deliver the content that people were choosing to sign up for. Right, which is why I'm super proud of things like Connected, which we've done for six years now, a billion um, years. Yeah, a billion years. You know, 512 Pixels is going to be 12 years old this year. Like, these long-term projects mean a lot to me. And I think that if it is time to end something, just doing it responsibly is important. Yeah. All right, Ben Uh, asks. Ben, Ben, yeah. Ben, Ben, I'm going to ask what Ben... Hey, Mike, Ben has a question. Breaking. Breaking. Ben, I'm getting a word from Ben. Okay. Ben wants to know, have you ever been recognized... Uh, on the street as people who are largely voice only public figures. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not on the street. Um, it's been in situations, I think, where people have heard me talking, hmm. heard the voice, 
and then recognized it's me. Uh, I've had it a few times on public transport. Although I do every now and then, uh, I'll get like the occasional tweet where someone says, hey, is this you? 95% of the time it isn't me. Right. But sometimes but some, it was me. You know, I was at that someone shop. Someone <laughs> will send me a message and be like, hey, are you in Cincinnati Airport? And I'm like, nah. Nah, <laughs> I'm, man. I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> uh, no one's I in mean, the Cincinnati this, Airport. Uh, there is a. There seems to be like a uh, bearded white man blindness, which I think mm. infects the internet, where people send me pictures of like hipsters, white guys with beards and glasses in videos. Like, is this you? No, it's never <laughs> me. Right? Like, it's never me. Yeah. Uh, if it's a channel I own, it's me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. never is. Uh, but I've gotten the occasional person recognize me by my voice. Um, and because it happens so infrequently, which I assume is similar to you, every day I leave never, the house. <laughs> never not unnerving, right? Like it's like, oh, <laughs> <Right>? like <laughs> ah. So, but it's always a fun experience at the same time. Yeah, I've had it ha- happen several times. Memphis is a much smaller city than than London, um, but it has mm-hmm. definitely happened. And every time, people have been really nice, and you know. Um, it is it is flattering, but but sort of weird. Um, mm-hmm. Been spotted like walking through an airport um, twice. Actually, like things just happen. Um, it's just part of it, you know. And and I think that if you're speaking like what we do, like we're less visible than someone who is just a YouTuber, right? Like if you seen Quinn, our friend Quinn Nelson in the airport, you're gonna know it's him because you watch his videos. Also, he's very tall and handsome. And he's a hundred so. feet tall. Yeah, he's very tall. Uh, tall Cross Quinn giant. is uh, yep. what we call him, and Quinn two, Quinn two, yep, Quinn Rose and Quinn two. It's not a great naming scheme, but it's what we have. <laughs> All right, what's next? Ledlow asks: With the new support model options of membership, are you seeing members switch from a network support to show specific support in the same or a greater amount? How hard is it to change from old network wide versions to new show specific ones? I'll answer the second part first. It's really easy to switch. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You can do it in Memberful and you can go to the website or you can always get in touch at membership at relay.fm. I'm always happy to help. I think Ledlow might be asking from a business perspective rather than a user perspective, but from a business well, pers- from a user perspective, I'm that's a, good. I'm a man of the people, Mike. Man you of sure the people. Mm-hmm. You sure are. Sure are. From uh, On that second part, I think uh, it, w- it is difficult. It took a lot of consideration. What we didn't want to do was start over. Uh, we wanted to keep some parts of the original model in place to preserve that support for people that want to give it or for hosts of our shows that are relying on it. So we left the original model in place and decided that we would build the second version of membership on top of it all, basically. Um, where you know you could always give your money to uh, a show like The Pen Addict or whatever before, but you didn't get anything for it. Um, you still don't with the pen addict, but it was just an example. But you could always <laughs> give money to specific shows, right? If you wanted to support them directly, and people did, just because you know I love this show the most, I want them to have the money. But then we decided that what we could do is we could create and allow for our uh, hosts to create these member versions of their shows to provide for people that wanted to give to them directly. Um, overall, we've seen, well, we have seen a great increase in our members, which we're very, very thankful for. Um, and overall, I would say it's been additive rather than uh, replacing. Like there have been people who have moved their membership around. Of course, like you can do that. It's, it's available to you if it's something you want to do. 
Um, but our over, we've seen great success with the membership stuff so far, which we're really thankful for because it's been a, a great help and relief during uh, everything's going on right now. Uh, but really, like we've seen great growth in new members or in existing members who have multiple plans. So it's really great. And thank you all for doing that. I appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael asks, not you, different Michael. Between research, prep, podcasting, editing, email, Twitter, Slack, Discord, etc., how many hours a day do you spend on Relay FM? And what part of the job do you find to be the most burdensome? Um, burdensome is a difficult word because uh, I don't consider my job a burden. The thing that is difficult or maybe I get the least enjoyment out of is probably the same thing for both of us and every single person who owns their own business, which is the running of the business part. Like the stuff that you have to do as a business owner even though it isn't the thing that you set out to do in the first place. Right. Because Gov- the government comes with paperwork. a lot of admin. Yeah. yeah. Government paperwork, taxes, bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That that's kind of stuff. That's all necessary um, to do, obviously, if you want to stay in business. Um, you know, as far as hours in the day, I don't track my time. I know you do. But, I mean, it's nine to five. Like, I mean, Relay is my job and I fit other stuff in around it, like 512 Pixels mm-hmm. and the couple of shows I do on The Incomparable. But, you know, Relay FM takes up my day and on occasion my evenings and on occasion my weekends. But yeah. I would say generally I probably work 50, 40 to 50 hours a week. It used to be more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I'm getting closer to that sort of regular job time. Yeah, it's like similar, you know, like I probably put in on average like seven, eight hour days. Is that is that yeah. 40 hour work week? Yeah, eight, yeah eight would be. But it varies wildly, right? Like, I do not work nine to five. I work very different hours depending on the day, depending on the week. Like, some weeks I have, you know, I might work four hours a day a week, but then other weeks I'm working like 11 hour days. Like, and that is just by my own design. It's the way that that I operate, but it's one of the things that I love about being able to do what I do because I get to kind of set it myself most of the time, which is one of the real benefits of being self-employed. But it can also be one of the downsides of being self-employed if you don't watch that. And every single self-employed person goes through the problem of putting way too much stuff in their calendars. I have a question for you, actually. Okay. I've been like circling around this idea right now where I think people are getting pandemic busy, which Mm. I think is a problem, where like people have more time, so they're filling it with more stuff. So they're getting busy in new ways, and then once life returns to normal, <laughs> they're uh, in trouble. We're <laughs> over busy, like, everyone's <laughs> way too much stuff. Yeah, and it's just something that I've been kind of tuned into recently. Where uh, maybe in like April, I feel like I had a bunch of free time, mm-hmm. and now I don't feel like I have any free time. And yeah, I'm wondering what that is. But what I'm realizing <laughs> is. I've brought in some new hobbies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, you know, like it's not bad busy, but you feel like you're busy. And I'm wondering if that's going to become like a thing for people <laughs> sure. afterwards, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel that a little bit. Um, so one thing I do, I think you, I don't know if you still do this. I know you used to, but all of my shows that record every other week, I record the same week. And so I have a week that I record a lot of shows 
And then yeah, I've got busy week, quiet week. Yes. And then quiet week, I just have Mac power users and connected my two weekly shows. And, and that has helped a lot during this time. Now, of course, I, I already worked from home. I've worked from home for five years. And so I didn't have all that change to deal with. But I've found myself since March or April in my quiet weeks getting out of the office a lot more. So spending time with the family, walking kids to the park, going on a bike ride, just doing nothing. And that has been useful for me. I feel like I haven't really added a lot of stuff. But yeah. on the but I am aware of that. I think you're right. I think a lot of people are gonna have to balance that back out once things yep. get back to whatever the new normal will be. So I am very aware of something that we are streaming live on Twitch right now. And mm-hmm. I don't wanna give the impression that we're ignoring the Twitch chat. Oh yeah, I can't I don't yeah. know if you notice as a streamer. I have it. I have a, a I mobile communications it. device. Yeah. So I just wanted to first say hello to the Twitch chat and ask if the Twitch chat have any questions for us. Because, oh, um, again, you may not know this, we have consistently had uh, over 300 people watching the awesome. stream from its very beginning. So I'm awesome. very thankful for that. So thank you to everybody that's tuned in. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll also give you another update, Stephen, that we are okay. currently at $3,315 raised for St. Jude. So that money keeps ticking up. You can awesome. go to stjude.org slash relay and you can donate, uh, which would be amazing. So I'm very, yeah. I'm also, uh, I don't know why Matt Alexander is my producer for this stream, but he oh, keeps no. texting me okay. uh, and has now told me that the Twitch chat has been asking effing loads of questions. So thanks, oh, Matt, for that. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate your, your feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, here's one. Here's one okay. from Chomsb. Uh How did we meet? <laughs> uh, we met a long time ago. We've told the story before, but you had a, a tech podcast with a friend of ours, Terry, and I was on as a guest. Um, we also like in that same time, like I, we were, we're, we're both friends with a guy named Patrick Roan. You were doing a project with him. He and I uh, talked a lot. And so we kind of met through him as well. And so I was a guest on one of your shows and we hit it off and here we are now 10 years later. That's the story. Uh, we have Gary in the chat. You may remember Gary, Stephen, as the person who wanted to start a podcast network in episode one uh, of Backstage. Yeah. Don't do it, Gary. I got to ring the bell, but or I got to set the alarm. You know, the podcast network alarm. This is actually part of the entire question. So Gary's question is, do you have any changes to this idea? Is it still not a good idea? Or do you have the alarm handy? So do you want to play the alarm? I d- how? There, it's played. Yeah, there you go. That's what I wanted from, from yeah. your mouth. Uh, no, Gary, if you still don't start a podcast network from nothing, it's it's not a good idea. Start a podcast. Yes. Podcast network, maybe later. Yeah. Um, that was what we both as did. You, as you need it. <laughs> yeah, this is what we both did. Mm-hmm. We started podcasts and it ended up that I was doing like four and they all had their own websites. So I decided to create a website to put them all together so I didn't have to keep managing three separate websites. Right. And that's yep. how uh, the first podcast network was born. Mm-hmm. Let's take another from the chat room. Pick it, pick another one. Okay. Brian Hamilton asks, if you had to host a different Relay FM show starting tomorrow that you are not already a part of, which show would you choose? Hmm. I'm gonna say upgrade because I love working with Jason and we don't get to do it enough. And oh, that's nice. So you're replacing me. 
Yes. That's great. That's yeah. really good. I appreciate if you, that. If you kick it, I'm taking upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to I'm going to make a will now where mm-hmm. I will leave the show to to anybody else, you know. I'll just oh no. Maybe <laughs> I'll give it to Brian. Brian, do you do you want upgrade if yeah. I die? Brian's great. They would do a good job. Yeah, so Brian can take it. So Brian can have the show. Okay. Uh what would I like to do? Let me see. I'm looking through our shows here now. Um hmm. I feel like make do would be fun if I was slightly more artistic and creative because I love the yeah, process the of talking about to. making, but I'm not quite there. The thing you'd have to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go for... Oh, this is hard. It's like picking your children, isn't it? It is. Top four would be Maybe fun. I'll just take Mac Power users to like, kick oh, no. you off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, maybe I'll, maybe okay. Roboism, actually. I'd like to have Alex teach me about robots more. That'd be good. Okay. That would be there's fun. Lo- there's lots of good options. Yeah. All right. So let's see what else have we got here. Okay. All right. So there's lots of... Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian. Brian's very happy about uh, taking upgrades. So. Yeah. We've just I'm passed Jason and David around. <laughs> Uh, AS make, Chan do, asks, okay. oh, go on. Have you got one? Say, let me, let say, me do it because I've said the person's okay. name now, so okay. that seems mean do if it. I don't ask that question, right? Okay. <laughs> what are you most grateful for in your personal life or business life right now? Um, I'm really thankful that my family is doing well in almost any measurable way. We're all healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Our... Uh, not to get too specific, but um, this year our oldest son, the, our St. Jude patient, is starting at a new school, and we're really excited about that for him and what that'll mean for his future. Um, and I'm and I'm thankful that we can continue to provide each of us for our families through Relay FM. And yep. you know that was it looked a little you know the beginning of the year was scary you know in the spring until we kind of knew what this landscape was going to be like, and it's still hard. Don't get me wrong, like. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the hardest we've worked. Um, I feel like in ad sales, maybe since the, like the very first couple of quarters. Oh, yeah, the apocalypse of March. Mm-hmm. It was whoa. March. It was March apocalypse. It was like a long time ago. It does. Now. March um, does. Yeah, but I'm but I'm so thankful that we continue to be able to do this, and mm-hmm. that's thankful. Yeah, thankful for everybody out there, but also you know the work of you and Carrie, our sales manager, like making all that happen. So. There's a lot to be thankful for, uh, even in the sort of the madness of 2020. And yep. that's, that's what's getting me through this, is remembering those things that, um, that it's good to be thankful for. Yep. Obviously, similarly thankful, right? Um, at the moment, like, touch wood, do that. nobody in my family life has been affected by COVID, mm-hmm. um, which I'm incredibly thankful for. Yeah. Uh, and then, so like a similar, but then the other thing is having this studio space has been, uh, is something that I'm really thankful for that we were able to arrange it and kind of that we're able, I'm able to be here now, uh, because after being locked down, uh, in our apartment for five months, it was quite, it's been <laughs> quite nice to be able to have mm-hmm. another space to be at, yeah. uh, while still being able to like, while we're here, like we can look after things. Um, but also being able to have that, difference in environment has been really it's been really great 
Do you yeah. want to give for anybody that has joined us since the beginning uh, of the stream? Do you want to give another overview of what we're doing with St. Jude and the Podcastathon? Absolutely. So Friday, September eighteenth, two to eight p.m. Eastern, we'll be ho- we'll be hosting the second annual Podcastathon, raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. You can learn more and donate now at stjude.org/relay. Uh, during the six-hour show, we'll be doing a lot of wacky stuff, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of meaningful stuff, working with our partners at St. Jude, and we are really excited. So it's one month from today, so we're kind of combining our uh, anniversary Q&A and the announcement of the second annual podcast-a-thon. Yep. And you can donate right now at stjude.org slash relay, um, and you can give your money. Give your money. Uh, it goes to an incredible cause, uh, which touches the lives of many people. Um, you know, like St. Jude is a, is a hospital, but it's a research hospital. Um, and some of the work that they do there affects the medical community around the world, yeah. which is really quite cool. an incredible thing. Yep. So, you know, there there are things that happen at St. Jude that can affect everyone. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really, really wonderful charity to give yep. to. You want to pick All us right. uh, two more questions from the chat? And we'll wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, we can do that. Um looking through here. Uh, let's do a techie question from yes. JW Hamilton. Has iOS 14 affected your home screen at all? Uh, widgets, man. It's got <laughs> calendar mm-hmm. and weather. Um, I'd lost all my folders. I'm using the app library. I'm liking all of it. It is really good. Actually, I can show, show you my home screen. See, I've got the weather widget up top. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, I have the calendar widget too. I have uh, a second page which has some other widgets, but like yeah. they're betas, and I don't know if I'm allowed to show them off yet. Yeah. There's they're where I am, but I have I have some good ones. Oh, that's good. The two small ones. Yeah, that's interesting. But I like the large ones, right? Like I like the large weather stuff and, and things like yeah. that. But yeah, I've got you know that. What I really like. Go what on, do you really? What do you really like? you uh no i i really like that a lot of the widgets that i've tried from third-party developers they look really good yeah like weirdly i'm all for skeuomorphism in my widgets don't know why but (laughs) really am like i think it's like dashboard coming back or something Mm, it even has that little ripple like i'm gonna i'm gonna show it like see this one it's the peacock it's the dice by peacock ones that james Thompson made and I love see. that it's like there's like wood paneling and stuff on it. Oh, oh that yeah, looks great. Yeah. It looks really good. Yep. If people are confused why I'm looking over there is because I'm streaming from my tower and it's it's over there. <laughs> I can't yeah, see what's going had, on. We had, we had technical some, issues. Some difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we're gonna spend some time working out now because we're gonna be doing more streams from yes. now all the way up to the podcastathon and beyond through September as we're trying to raise money for St. Jude. Uh, yeah. So, so can I say a couple of cool things real quick about that? Yes. So on the donation page at stjude.org slash relay, there are milestones. So you can see currently we have the the point where we'll cross half a million dollars raised last year and this year together. But over the next couple of weeks, additional milestones will show up. So as we cross different goals, different live streams, like I'm working on a video that'll go up when we, when we pass a milestone. Uh, so check back in on that. We'll be sharing all that on Twitter as well, both from the network and our personal accounts. Um, but also, a lot of people asked about this last year, 
is that the donation page is really flexible this year. So we have things like Apple Pay and uh, PayPal. So you have a lot of options now. Um, it, was really, it felt really cool to donate the other day via Apple Pay. That was pretty cool. Yep. Very easy, very fast. Everyone should do it. Yeah, like this is something that, yeah, we got some feedback and we've worked uh, with the wonderful people at St. Jude and Orsac and uh, been able to get this fantastic page set up. And some of those milestones will also include ridiculous things. Yes. Uh, so we're working through some of those. We'll be sharing them now mm-hmm. uh, over the next few weeks. We're up to $3,505. Awesome. Way to go. Very yeah. incredible, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's, keep, let's keep going, keep donating. I have one last question for you. Okay. I'm from Frames. Frames wants to know, when using a fork and knife to eat... <laughs> Which hand holds the fork? Which hand holds the knife? Hmm. And which hand is used to deliver the food to your mouth? I feel like I have to try this out. Hang on. I don't know how this could be a problem. There's only one way to do this. Well, okay, you're left-handed, sort of. Yep. What, what do Doesn't you do? Matter though. Left, left hand fork, right hand knife. That's the way to use a it, knife and fork. That's how I do it too. That's and the I'm, way. And I'm and I'm yeah. right-handed. I don't want my knife mm-hmm. in my floppy, useless left hand. Like I want it in mm-hmm. my strong right hand. Strong <laughs> Stephen Strong right hand hacket. That's, that's yeah, what they that's, call him. Yeah. 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 There's only one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Fork Agreed. and left, knife and right. And yep. then the fork in the left delivers the food to your mouth. I don't know. I'm sure like everything, there will be lots of people that for some reason disagree, disagree. with this. There are people in the chat that for some reason are really upset about this right now and mm. I can't understand how this is a problem. Um, I know that people like I'm left-handed. I know people use knives in their left hand. Yeah, you can do that if you want to, but it's not the right way. Let me ask you a follow-up, maybe a more realistic okay. question, because I don't know how often you eat okay. a fork and knife. Say you're eating a bowl of cereal, maybe mm-hmm. at lunch, editing a podcast, hypothetically, right or left hand for the spoon. The food is always delivered by the left hand. Okay. See, I would use a spoon with my right hand. What's wrong with you? Because it's my strong right hand. I don't mind floppy left hand. I don't. Like how strong? With what force do you need to deliver the cereal? Why do you need the strong hand? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Why? Why do you change? It could go in. It could go anywhere. You could. You could could deliver cereal over here. You know, the right hand. Yeah, I have. But then, why is it okay with the fork? Because the knife in the fork and knife situation, the knife takes precedent. Because you could but be you don't terribly eat injured with a knife, do you? Well, some of us do. You underscore, don't know what I under, do. <laughs> underscore, underscore does in the woods. <laughs> that's that's how it keeps tough. Mm-hmm. No, you see, I don't understand the the. I don't. I don't get. The, I don't know why you would eat hmm. with your left okay. with a fork, but would eat with your mm-hmm. right with a spoon. Maybe we can clear this up. Further, if okay. you're eating a burrito that's wrapped in, a, in foil or, or you know, wax paper or something, which hand do you hold the burrito with and which hand do you unwrap with? I have no idea. I don't wow. know. Maybe I don't eat enough burritos. I don't know. That's the lesson here. <laughs> I, th- I genuinely feel like <laughs> in my brain, uh-huh. food is always delivered by my left hand. Hmm. And mine is drinks, my right hand. Drinks by my right hand, I think. Really? Because I always have my drinks to the right. Look, here I go. And there it is. Oh, yeah. Look at that. 
Got a new bottle for the for the studio here. Yeah, I just got one too. Uh, it's inside, but <laughs> I have Camel a new water back. bottle. Oh yeah, they make nice <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I found them up because uh, I believe your wife uses those. Yes, uh, and I, a bunch of my bike stuff in is that bottle, in that yeah. bottle uh, system. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's that. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you are watching this on Twitch, uh, make sure that you follow the page and yes. that will give you notifications when we go live on Twitch. Uh, but as always, we'll be posting about anything that we're doing uh, on our various social media channels. Um, again, as well, we, we'll also post some of these videos uh, to YouTube and stuff like that so you can follow there mm-hmm. if you want to. Um, but no matter when, go to stjude.org slash relay. And you can donate uh, to a, just a genuinely wonderful cause for up to $3,525, which is incredible. Uh, so we've raised quite a lot of money on this stream here today. Uh, and, uh, but again, this is also today for us to celebrate the anniversary of our company. Uh, thank you so much for helping us do what we do. Yes, thank you all. All right, now you have to go and awkwardly end the stream. Go on, off you go. Mm-hmm. Can him walk away. Uh, some computers. Bye, everybody.